Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast Fancy Lab. Podcast Gonna talk my friends. Gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. That is true. Yeah, I wasn't sure for a second there. You're on. You were unsure. I was unsure because I like to watch the uh, the waves and the audio recording. Right. And you weren't sure if you were seeing them or not. I wasn't. What the hell is that? I have no idea. I didn't hear anything. Are right, you know. Certainly wasn't an egg timer. You know, I always put my phone on airplane mode before we get into the podcast studio for a reason. Well, that's just because you're still technically under contract with Delta. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mm hmm. Because the more I put my phone on the airplane mode, the more people want to fly. Right. Yeah, exactly. You They're put like, your phone, they go, <sighs> hmm. Whenever, that's what people don't realize. Whenever you click your phone over into airplane mode, mm-hmm. that's actually turning someone's thought process to, I really need to get on an airplane right now. Jesus, this guy's got his fucking phone on airplane mode all the time. What the hell? Yeah. What am I doing not on an airplane right now? That's a good question. And that's where, I, that's why I wanted to double check. Where are we right now? We're in the, Fancy Lead Podcast Studio. Okay, so we're not on an airplane. No. Okay, because I was starting to wonder. No, and this this podcast is not sponsored by Delta. Mm-mm. Never has been. Never has been. Although, who knows? I mean, it wouldn't be a bad sponsor. That wouldn't be horrible. Yeah. Yeah, we should start reaching out to these. Well, I mean, you know, now that we've had one huge corporate sponsor that, I mean, I feel like we need to mention. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Clown Cheese brand beer? Oh, they're not corporate. Well, okay, that's why I was confused. I was like, you're talking, you're talking Manscaped? I'm not talking Manscaped. I, that's, but you know, I feel like we should we should mention that. I mean, they they seem huge corporate. No, they are, but they didn't sponsor us. No, it's true. It was we a tried. trial. We tried yeah. and we failed. Yeah, as per usual. I mean, we knew we knew going into it we were going to fail. Yeah, that was kind of as per usual. Yeah, that was kind of a fool's errand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, as as a uh, you know self-identifying fool, right? Sometimes I have to run errands, and those are just the worst. Oh God, I hate them. No one likes to do them. <laughs> oh my God, I want that free time for myself. And uh, speaking of, you know when Center Street Laundry uh, closes? Uh, eight. Okay, so maybe I'll be able to run. I there think after this. eight. Maybe nine. It was later than later than I thought. I know that because I had to go there the other day. Yeah, because I went to Clean Getaway and I waited there for twenty minutes and no one came to the window. Oh, dude, fuck Clean Getaway. Dude, now, dude. they've been blowing it. Dude, dude I, I don't fucking know. hate them now. Don't get me started. <sighs> yeah, Center Street Laundromat all the way. But now that we've covered the fools' errands portion mm-hmm. of the podcast, mm-hmm. everyone's favorite part. Yeah. I don't after know. after hearing that, we are back on the Fancy Lab Podcast in the Fancy Lab Podcast Studio. I mean, I don't know if that like it's good enough yet to be a bit, you know. But I just feel like that's just a theme song just waiting to happen. Well, maybe next time we'll see. <laughs> if 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 it comes back up, you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's let me just come right out and say it. Red Bull Energy Drinks. Oh yeah, they are a huge corporate sponsor, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Man, we just got all the liquids under our belt these days. I know. We got the water. Uh-huh. We got the beer. Mm-hmm. 
And now we have the energy drink. Mm-hmm. That's the big three. Oh, God. The holy trinity. You don't even need food. I've been... I mean, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> you don't need spiders in your sleep. Yeah. They say, if they say the average person eats eight a year. Yeah. I'm raking in like 800 a night. I know. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's just sleep. I just inhale the whole night. You sleep with some sort of like beer funnel. Mm-hmm. And on the rim of the beer funnel is a bunch of, uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck would even attract a spider. I don't know. Sp- flies? Spider pheromones. Oh, spider pheromones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And now we know how Tom Tweak does it. Yeah. Well, you know, full of protein. Mm-hmm. You can feel them rummaging around down there. Yeah. But speaking of all our liquid sponsors, you mm-hmm. know, I just wanted to get to a quick. Oh, oh yeah. That took some effort, that one. Well, you know, I just cut my fingernails. So. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. That's why there's a little bit in there. So what is that you just This is a Clown for? Shoes brand beer. Okay. I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> well, I'm just taking a quick sip real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a clown mm. shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So smooth. What, so what kind is that? That's a Rainbows Are Real right there. Oh, that's a Rainbows Are Real. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> One of my favorites. What a, let me see the label again. I love the label. Oh, it's beautiful. Just how I remember it. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. 6.75%. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, yeah. 6.75. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now that we've covered our beer sponsor, let's go back to our energy drink sponsor real quick. Oh, right, right, right. Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. Red Bull, the wing maker. So, I mean, let's just say, first of all, Matters Apps mm-hmm. uh, came and uh, Element Pro and filmed the Skate Tales, as oh, yeah. you may know. Oh, yeah. As you may know. As you may know. As you may have seen. Which the series premiere is up now. Mm-hmm. And I think that everyone should go watch it because, you know, I noticed that they don't get a lot of views unless they're Bam Margera. And I was kind of hoping that our episode would get a lot of views. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a great episode. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe people don't. Uh, I mean, Skate Tales is, is good. I think they do a good job with that show. In general. Yeah, I'm saying for some reason, if you have. 1.2 or however million followers on their social media you think like some of them might traffic over to the youtube and actually click on a maybe the play button there are we closer on the, the air on the side of the, the one mil or the point two i think the point two. Oh, okay cool yeah but but there's uh, still time still time and you know what uh Here's a question for you. Uh-huh. Does this mean Fancy Lad is sold out? What, because of the Red Bull thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't I don't recall seeing any money. No, no. I mean, you didn't see any money. Oh, did you see a lot of money from it? A lot of money? I mean, no. so this is a bigger question. I guess it's a better question for Bigs, though. Yeah. Has Fancy Lad sold out? Um, well, let me just say this, okay? Mm -hmm. I made a from Red Bull, uh, probably just over, you know, what I make in one week's pay. I work 24 hours a week. Oh, so you sold out hard. (laughs) 
Jack Cummins. Yeah. You didn't even say a number of how much are they? No, paid no, them? no. You don't okay. have to tell the people. So it wasn't that much. You can imagine. Right, right, right. But the thing I like to look up mm-hmm. is I like to after I think about how much they paid me. You think of people look up people's net worth? Yeah. Ne- yeah. I, Red dude, Bulls. I'll... Red Bulls net worth. Red Bulls net worth. Interesting. And uh specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh hold on. Uh co founder. Uh I didn't read this whole thing. And 49% owner of Red Bull Energy Drink Company as of October 2021. Meta shits. Meta shits. Net, <laughs> net worth was estimated at $25.4 billion. Holy shit. And he only owns 49% of the company. That's not even half. And he couldn't have tossed us, you know. We were practically at three figures over here. This is bullshit. You know how much three figures is? I mean, it's it's that it's one less than four. Yeah. And I think it's two more than one. Yeah. And somewhere somewhere around two, but I'm not sure how close to it. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, they're making billions of dollars off the sweat of our backs. They bottled up our sweat. They bottled up our sweat. That's what Matters was doing while he was here, and he was trying to pour it in Red Bull cans and sell them. That's 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 what Red Bull is made out of. They just go take the sweat from unsuspecting victims, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. put a little carbonation in there, a little wing juice, Mm -hmm. seal it up. Absolutely. And then they sell it. Yeah, it's weird because wings are usually on your back, and they took the sweat from our backs. That's true. But, you know, I think the edit came out great, so I can't complain. No, we should really stop complaining. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to point out how, like... That you sold out. That sold out, Mm -hmm. and, like, fuck Fancy Lad. Like, they're a bunch of fucking corporate stooges. I hate Uh them. uh Yep, continue, continue. And uh, do you ever notice that Daryl on Walking Dead has wings on the back of his vest? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You think Red Bull paid him to have wings on the back of his vest? No, in fact, like they a kept... subliminal, like the airplane mode thing. Just... They kept sending him a cease and desist about it. And he was like, I just love Red Bull so much. I'll pay to keep these wings on my vest. <laughs> on my vest. <laughs> on my vest. Yeah, Daryl is kind of like a pirate. Yeah, Daryl's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Good character. Oh, God. Don't get me started. Sucks that the zombies eat his ass in the fourth <laughs> season. <laughs> but he didn't get bit. He didn't get bit. They were very gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily. That's how they find out that, that getting your, uh, getting a room job from a zombie doesn't actually turn you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the lucky ones. Oh, yeah. Because when fucking Eugene got that fucking BJ and the zombie used his teeth, mm-hmm. dude, that wasn't good for Eugene. But Eugene was asking for it. He's like, more teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm just a southern dummy. More teeth. <laughs> That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so long story short, fly Delta, mm-hmm. drink Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Watch The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. More teeth. More teeth. AMC. Mm-hmm. And uh, when can we expect all those 
checks in the mail for us saying that on the podcast. Uh, I thought you've been handling the podcast money. See, this is what happens when we don't clearly delegate the jobs. Well, I've been saying if we made a joint account, we wouldn't have this issue. I thought you were saying that you want um, to count how many joints we have, eh? Well, I would like to do that as well. Yeah. But I think right after that, it'd be good to set up a joint account. All right. We'll count how many joints we have, eh? I got you. All right. Well, I'll do that. One. Two. No. No, it's two. We have two. Oh, well, did you count both knees? Oh, shit. Three. Okay. There we go. This is, that sounds better than two. That's closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know. We're just dumb skateboarders who will just work for just, you know, some peanuts and uh, a few carbonated bevies. A few, uh, some suds, you know, some sudsies. We'll work for suds. And as flattered as I am at the documentary, I think that we should maybe we should we should try to talk to someone who's kind of within the same realm of like extreme sports, but just not skateboarding, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just like anything but skateboarding. So you're thinking like Travis Pastrana, thinking Travis Pastrami, mm-hmm. Travis Pastrami. Good homie. Matt Boffman. Oh, dude, Matt Boffman. Mm-hmm. Matt Boofman. Yeah, Matt Boofman. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking fucking... Dude, I actually can't even think of one other person. I'm trying here, too. Let's see. We got Travis Pastrami. Yeah, we got Travis. Dave Mira. Kelly Slater. Just thinking of other people with video games at this yeah, point. I was thinking of Dave Mira's yeah. Pro BMX, mm-hmm. right? I was thinking Kelly Slater, pro surfer. Or is it just Matt Hoffman's pro BMX? Well, Dave Mira had one, I think, as well. Maybe, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Well, listen, this isn't the bike podcast. No, it's not. But, you know, this is the Rocket League podcast. Oh, dude. This is the ball touching podcast. You know, we're all, fuck, I meant Rocket Power. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's give you the Rocket Power podcast. This is the Rocket Power podcast because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all under one umbrella. You know what I also learned from season six of The Walking Dead? What? All life is precious. What? That's nice. Yeah, some bald guy said it. You didn't know it before that? No. Was the bald guy a zombie? Like he got bit. Oh, jeez. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Season six, a bald guy gets bit. Yeah, so if you hear that line that yeah, he says. Sorry about that. You're not going to make it to season six, honestly. <laughs> so everyone listening can just that sounds, not even worry about that it. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I actually do challenge anyone out there to make it to season six. Start now at season at episode one, mm-hmm. season one. Yeah, yeah, nice try. Yeah, you're not starting on season six. And you're not pulling a fast one on me. No, no, no. That was a good try, though. And then right back to the Fancy Lad Podcast at Fancy Lad Podcast Gmail at Gmail, Fancy Lad Podcast at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. It's that that whole thing is the address, which is confusing, but yeah, 
So is there anything else you want to say about Red Bull before we go look for a guest? I just think it's delicious, and I'm so happy they came to to uh, save us from our life of poverty. And, you know, Red Bull really does give you wings. You know what? Let's not speak highly of Red Bull. Let's just speak highly of Stone Face Productions from Barcelona. Dude, those guys were the best. That's what I'm saying. They were the best. Mm-hmm. The, real, the real heroes here. Mm-hmm. The men behind the camera. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Just, it's weird that just the, you know, the talent always has to work for free. But, you know, I'm, figure, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there anything else or should we just go to a commercial break here? Dude, I was thinking all this Red Bull talk made me really thirsty for a liquid death. There you go. So why don't we go take a break? Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, over the break we can try to find someone. You know, we said fuck skateboarding. We're done. We're done with skateboarding. Let's try to find someone in a different extreme support. Different extreme support. Maybe that's, Travis Pastrami. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Seth Green, because he was in the movie Airborne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's also in Greg the Bunny. Yeah. We could, yeah, maybe we can get Greg the Bunny. Well, that's actually, I mean, that's that's not a bad idea either. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yankee Doodle came to town without his macaroni hat. All he wanted was a crown, about eight gold rings, some Louis Vuitton, and I'm pretty sure he had clown shoes on. He was walking with a strut like I never seen, and he drank it from a can so crisp and clean. So we introduced ourselves just to see what was good. After all, he was new in our neighborhood. Well, my name's Crooklyn Sam, and I'm here to say that I make a mango culture in an American way. The natural mango flavors really make it the tops, not to mention all the shoe melon hops. Mango American comes from Clown Shoes Beer is conveniently available throughout the year. So what do you say, boys? Have a drink with me? Yeah, I'll take one. Yo, I'll take three. For more information on Clown Shoes Beer or where to purchase Clown Shoes Beer, visit www.clownshoesbeer.com. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that was a good break. Oh, my God. Good break? Great break. I beg to differ. Yeah, great yeah. break. Honestly, it was it was fantastic. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those breaks you just dream about. You know, it really is. And I know I keep mentioning how frequently I'm dreaming about breaks. Save it for the Break Dream Podcast. I know. That's what I'm saying. Saving for the Break Dream Podcast, which is part of the Fancy Lab Podcast multiverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Keeps talking about the multiverse. I don't even know what the hell it means. but You're, you're going to find out. You know, let's introduce, without further ado, our very special guest. That's a good idea. Juzzy Carter. Hello. What up? Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, oh, my God. What a great name, Juzzy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just got to say, I'm so excited, man. I'm like, I'm such a big fan of this podcast. I love you guys so much. So it's like, ah, uh, I'm freaking out a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? Thank you. I was hoping you'd repeat that on air. I, I was, was like, say, people need yeah. to know. People yeah, yeah. To, to the other viewers, we, we had a little two-minute conversation free, and uh, and I had to kind of fanboy them for a second. But I've listened to you guys so much. I, I was just, I've listened to so many episodes. I'm, oh, I love it. Up to 25 episodes. That's a pretty yeah. good ratio. Yeah, that's not bad. And no. Jeff from Jamtron's only seen one. Exactly. So, you know, before we start, what's your favorite episode, would you say, that you've heard? <laughs> Of all you know what I, I yesterday I was listening to the Spanky episode. I really liked that one. Um, I mean, that was the most recent. The the Matt Tomasello episode was the one that got me in. I feel like a lot of people might start with that one because 
I know we were saying before, like uh, Matt, I was saying like Matt is a bit of an enigma. You kind of want to hear him speak. You want to hear how his brain works, you know, how he approaches things. So that was my uh, introduction to wanting to listen. And then the humor of, uh, you know, Big Zoe and Tom, like I wanted to, I just kept going. <laughs> it kept you coming back. Yeah, oh yeah, for the mat, stay for big zone. Oh, yeah. and uh, I gotta compliment the commercials, guys. I, I am a big fan of your commercials. It's uh, oh, thank you very much. I that's think you talk. need more props for that. Like that, that's that's most of the reason I come here. Oh, dude, thank you. I agree. I do need more props for that. Yeah, it's it's essential. <laughs> Tom, you know, I'll I would help you work on some new ones if you wanted to. I know you know. Listen, clown shoes, clown while, shoes but... just sends the commercials to me. Oh, dude, the like. I've been mean. I've listened to it so long. I just want to know what it tastes like. I'm sure it's extremely average, you know, and that's being a dick. But like the the, the hype that I've had for this beer from listening yeah. to that many episodes, like I, I need to try it at this point. It's been ridiculous. Yeah. Are you have you so you do drink uh, beer from occasion? Yeah. From yeah. Time? Oh, you yeah. Have... I, to be well, completely that... honest, like I, uh, I've been drinking, like I got home about 20 minutes ago. And I was drinking with Richie Jackson for the last six hours. And you I... were just drinking with Richie Jackson, dude, I started drinking with him way too early. And I got to the point where I was like, I have to keep drinking if I need to stay awake. So I'm, I'm pretty blasted at the moment, but, uh, yeah, we're That's both awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm in, I'm in Barcelona at the moment and he lives here and, uh, and we've just become really good friends. We've just been hanging out like every second day because he's just such a sick dude. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. He's got stories for days, stories you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. He's a sick dude. Yeah. I've always wanted to meet the fella. Um, but yeah, I saw that the skate tales after they, uh, they filmed us, they went and did an episode with, uh, Richie. It seemed like in Barcelona. Cause uh, I saw that, uh, one of the guys that filmed us from Stoneface uh, was in that famous, uh, well now famous, uh, not my nachos clip that, uh, Richie posted. So I didn't know he moved there though. I thought he was just on holiday. Yeah. It's hard to say with Richie. He's kind of everywhere all the time. Um, but I can confirm he has moved here. He has, uh he has a partner here so he's been staying here for a while and uh yeah he's he's pretty settled and uh, i haven't seen the episode yet but uh he's his his house is uh the decor is incredible and i can't wait yeah. to see that that uh that red bull episode because he's so mystical yeah he's groovy but i gotta hand it yeah. to his his uh his girlfriend because his girlfriend like is really the main part of his place like you go into his places like, oh, this is Richie Jackson, but like most of the artwork is hers, and it's, it's uh, it really does his his ego and his character like complete justice. Yeah, it's out of sight. Oh, it's uh, I, he's very happy. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fantastic, and I love how we keep having Richie Jackson's uh, friends on and not him. Oh, I love it too. Like William Spencer. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. We oh, should, I didn't see that guess. episode. Damn. Oh, I have to watch that one. Oh, you should check it oh, out. That's a good one. Dude, William, William's the man. He's, He's referencing him constantly, man. Yeah. I have to I have to watch that one. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of positive energy, that guy. Um, but you know, you're kinda like uh you know, dare I say, kinda like the Matt Tomasello of scootering. Man. Right? Because I never really man. hear you talk <laughs> that much either, you know? And well, uh <laughs> Dare I say the most creative scooter? Well, I wouldn't give myself that title, but um, I remember I was in uh, Copenhagen with my friend Badger 
Um, and he showed me the Matt Tomasello video. Oh, fuck. I, I'm actually annoyed that I can't remember the name, but in it's one of his latest biggest parts from maybe like three years ago. In the clip, there's a there's a uh, a skull and it's melting. It's like a face oh, melt. Tra- trampoline jump. Yeah, trampoline, yeah, trampoline jump. jump. Yeah. Trampoline jump. Yeah. So Bad just showed me that video. And I had seen, and when I watched it, I was like, oh, I've seen these guys before. But that video was like everything to me. Once he showed me that, I watched it over and over and over again. And then I like, stalked matt to a net to another level because like i i just couldn't believe his ingenuity and ever since then i've just been like i i don't think myself or anyone else can even like climb to his level i think i look at matt as if he has such like a mathematical like physics approach to how he figures out tricks and figures out like new ways to flip a board um that it's it's just unattainable you know like i gain inspiration but i just it's almost really cool because he's so up here for me that it's mm-hmm. like i can keep climbing but i'll never get there you know yeah uh, he's got he's got the the mind of an engineer well you know i'll have you know that matt is a fan of yours and that's how i heard of you yeah in the first place that's true matt was like matt, hey matt did point you out check out this scooterman and we said no 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 we won't look at a scooterman <laughs> and he said no no you look i said fine if you make us you, you never, you never guess how many days I'll go on my thing. It's like, has he unfollowed me yet? Has he unfollowed yeah. <laughs> me yet? Out of pure fear, because I'm like such a fan of him, man. Like, um, and I love that, like, you know, uh, he doesn't release that much. You know, it's quality of a quantity. That's uh, it's so mm. good. You know, like, and you wait, yeah. and when he does, when he does release something, you know, it's like it's gonna be you so sick. You know, it's gonna end up on skate line. Yeah, it's gonna be on skate line yeah. that, that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to be on Gifted Hater or something at this point. I, w- I actually wanted to ask, well, you know, I, yeah, I, I asked Gifted Hater to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I'm just really curious. I really want him to, to, uh, have at it, you know, right. for I, us, but, you know, I don't want to have to ask for it. Right. Dude, I think you That's guys true. are like too sick to be on Gifted Hater. I don't think there's anything wrong that you're doing that he could really talk about. I think you guys just kill it. <laughs> That's my okay. opinion. That's probably it. That's probably the well, reason. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with that one. We're too good. Um, By the way, also- I loved the Red Bull video. That was so sick. It was really weird to see you guys in HD. That kind of freaked me out for a bit. Oh, yeah. You see all the pores. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, the, I don't the, know if the I wrinkles. liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I remember. It's like the first time I saw Conan in HD. I was like, Oh no! <laughs> oh no! What, what did they do to my sweet Conan? <laughs> I freaked yeah. out a little, but it was cool yeah, seeing the house. It was cool knowing that Matt lives next door. Yeah, it was. Um, it's actually the second time though we've been on HD because we had the Warble Man Ramp edit. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, but we were young. That was we, short. We were, we were younger short. then. And we were oh, that we was, were like that was two years younger. That was yeah. pre-COVID. Oh, three years then. Well, yeah. So yeah. I mean, you put COVID, COVID. You put on that COVID weight, and also when the Red Bull team was here, we were all heavily sunburned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like was that watch like last year summer? Yeah, that was last summer. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, sure, you're not jumping in that in that river like January time. No, yeah, you'd probably fucking break your tailbone on the ice. It was summer. <laughs> uh, I know that because I didn't have sleeves on my shirt. Yeah. So that's how I know. That's how mm-hmm. I keep track of time. Yeah, I got to ask. Time, the, only time he's sleeveless. How tall is Matt is? 
because I've heard he's a really tall dude. I think he's the same height as me. Yeah, he was pretty. He's he's pretty tall, but, but he's I lanky. think it's it's more that he's lanky as yeah, well. Yeah. So like it so, like really seems like he's tall. I think he's about six four. Oh, dude, I, I'm like six four two. Hey, same. Yeah, that's we uh, all, uh. We should all have a uh, a measuring. Yeah, you part. should all stand back to back. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, Richie Richie was kind of like conflicted. He was like, I don't know who's taller at this point, but I heard he was really tall. I, and he doesn't look. It's weird because I every video I've, I've looked at matters. He does not look super tall, at least to me. So it was a bit of a a bit of a mind fuck. No, they were great guys. I mean, the whole uh, the whole crew that came out here. I don't know if you had a chance to meet. Well, you're just in Barcelona now. Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Um, yeah. So I've lived there. Yeah, I, I was born there. I've lived there most of my life. Um, and but before COVID, I was like traveling filming like doing a lot of competitions and then mel uh covid in melbourne was like so hectic like it was the most lockdown city in the world we did something like 211 days of like can't leave your house lockdown like you can't leave your house every single day so uh that was so depressing that uh the moment that international travel was allowed i left the country and uh i'm currently awaiting a visa to live in the united states so i uh am if everything goes to plan we'll be living in la relatively soon but we'll see you can't you don't know how these things are gonna go but uh yeah what's the draw with la well you know, like the scootering scene has really fucking popped off there in the past like year. Like there's a massive scene there at the moment. Um, being from Australia, I can't stand cold weather. I mean, like I love like the East Coast of USA. Like the, I, I think the East Coast of USA, the spots are like significantly better. But I think I just need to be where the sun is always shining yeah. um, just to have a base at least. Um, but just to have a base in LA and be able to move around is, is my, is my plan. Cause, uh, I mean, the spots in LA are really sick, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of road trips across the States and, uh, I know it's better than, than Cali. So, yeah, but yeah, now that's, that's the plan. Now, Hopefully it goes ahead. It's good that there's a big scooter scene out there because I hear about like scooter. I've seen, I see your videos and I see these huge flocks of, 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 a scooter audience watching you, mm-hmm. but I never see people. I never see anyone scooting out in the streets in Massachusetts. Very rarely. I mean, I mean, we, there are plenty of people riding scooters. There are most uh, of most them are skate parks, mostly at skate parks, and most of them are are pretty young, like under you sixteen. Know? Yeah, and I don't know what happened to Chris Scooterman, who's probably like seventeen at this point. And it, shout out to Chris Scooterman, who is. <laughs> The prepubescent boy who told us that the scooters were down with Fancy Lad. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, hell yeah! But, but he's got to be—he's got to be postpubescent at this point. He's he knows what's be. up. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know if he's still scootering or not. I haven't seen him. Maybe he's hitting the streets. But yeah, you never—I never see yeah, scoot, yeah. never see scooters at street spots. No, you well, yeah, you know sure. what's funny? Like, I there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Boston homies I do know. I, you guys are not directly in like the downtown boston city of the area though you're more in the suburbs aren't you well we're in the uh we're in boston yeah we're in boston we're not in downtown boston yeah yeah we're just in a different neighborhood than like we're in like the one neighborhood that's like all like trees and stuff but you know it's all part of the subway it's all you know 
Okay. The subway still goes through Jamaica Plain where we live. It's just a neighborhood of Boston. There's definitely a Boston scene, like for sure. Because there is a Boston street jam every year. Um, mm-hmm. That's like uh, what we have. That's So in scootering, there's like the park scene, which is all like the kids that ride skate parks that do most of like the backflips and stuff. And then there's the street scene that do like the ledges. They film in the streets and they do like more rails, ledges, a bit more like, you know, bit more of everything just in the streets um and every year there's the uh, there's a street jam in most cities there's like the san diego los angeles chicago boston new york new jersey there's all these different street jams that happen every year and it's just a street jam is just this one big meetup of hundreds of scooter riders in the city you meet up and then you go to one spot like a stair set they throw out cash to the best tricks then you go to a, another spot like a rail and they give out cash to the best tricks and it's just this big like migration through each city of like scooter riders like doing tricks on an alley spot and then moving along and it's really sick and there's a boston one that happens like every year i think i think there was one last year i'm not sure about covid but yeah there's definitely a scene out there yeah yeah i like it when the scooters scootermans let's call, call them let's call them scootermans i like it when the scootermans hit the big handrails oh like yeah in uh jason's new video he had a lot of uh scooter clips but they were fucking gnarly yeah I like it when they're like more like a, 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 I mean, obviously I like it when they're super creative, but when instead of like a tail whip or something that's like really like goes over their head or something, mm-hmm. uh, I like seeing a long, long grind down a handrail. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. Is there, is there, is there videos like that, that, that kind of like are like toy machines or like, like scooter or video? like misled you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, hell yeah. But Scooterman's. Yeah. Like this is the Baker three. Oh, hell yeah. There's so much history. I mean, like, it's the same as skateboarding where things develop, you know, Um, where it's just been this constant. I mean, around, there's been people hitting handrails since, like, oh, people were starting to hit handrails in, like, 2003. But once it hit about 2010, then the real kind of street scene started to develop. Um, And then there's plenty of videos, like, Proto Reincarnate, like, uh, all the Tilt videos, uh, the Aztec videos, there's so many videos uh, that is very similar to, you know, like a misled youth kind of vibe or uh, like foundation kind of videos. And the thing is most scooter riders, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but most scooter riders are very influenced by skate or BMX videos. Um, And in terms of the way the videos are laid out, the music, spot choices. So there's so much, uh, there's a lot of versatility and a lot of inspiration drawn from maybe like, the artistic direction um and yeah there's a lot and in terms of handrails oh yeah that that shit's been going on for so long it, like once the people started to do kink rails or um 50 50s on scooters which are really difficult like that was a whole thing um over the last five six years decks have started to get wider um and people started to do 50 50s which is really hard to explain um it's like between the side of the wheel and the very side of the deck. Um, yeah, yeah. The tiny grind base. Um, and yeah, it's people like would... if you, It's like if you had like an eight and a half inch board with like like four inch trucks and you were just, exactly. just sliding on the board on mm-hmm. like the deck, but 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Exactly that. So that that's how we do it. And um, decks have progressively come wider to make that more accessible for rails. Um, yeah. Uh, and as decks have become wider, the rails have got gnarlier and more riders have started doing it. 
and it's just like becoming nonstop. Um, but I think there's also like, you know, there's as the same as there is in skating, there's like a, uh, more respect or there's haters about what's proper and stuff and you know like i, I, I was gonna ask that i was gonna say do you ever get called like a a clown scooterer by these big handrail scootermans oh hell yeah i mean for sure there's so much shit that's like you know if you don't it like it's the same as you guys like a, a board slide for us the deck has to be 90 degrees again like going along the rail if it's not 90 degrees we call that a zeech i think that comes from snowboarding terms Zeech. But if yeah, a zeech. So if the deck is at ninety degrees along the rail, like it doesn't really fucking count, and no one will care because it has to be like proper. Because if it's zeech, it's a bit easier to balance it along. Yeah. So there's and and like there's so many other variations of 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 hate and like uh and uh, things that people won't fuck with. Um, yeah. At Eggs, you know, the famous spot in Boston, there's uh, the Forbidden 14 where they won't even do a board slide on the ledge. It's forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> tail, no. Tail slides no. and no slides only. Yeah, and grinds. And grinds. Yeah, but no, nothing, no boards, no lips. So nothing that touches that 14-inch wheelbase. Just an unwritten rule. Mm-hmm. And you better follow it. You better follow it. <laughs> or you're no one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, Let, it's let's not even talk about the forbidden thirty two, which is if you do dark slides at eggs. Oh. Yeah. I know. Well that's, that's where all... I'm gonna do one. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you, so. Is that specific you mean dark slides specifically for that spot or in general? No, well, I wanna do a dark slide and mm-hmm. honestly I can't think of a better, better spot, spot than, than eggs. eggs. Yeah. So just strip off all that wax. Yeah. But you must know the spot that we're talking about, the famous Boston spot. Dude, I'm trying I don't to know think. If you do. It's a bunch of granite ledges with a ba- bunch of granite uh, orbs on the ground that look like eggs. They look more like potatoes, but oh, they call, yeah. they cause it eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 for sure. No, I had to think yeah. about it. But uh, yeah. it's, uh, ever... it's. Keep going. Oh, no, no, no. Um, unless you had something really. No. Unless you were going gonna to tell us how you like to cook your eggs, you know, I'll keep going. Which? Which? Dude, uh, I'm pretty basic scrambled or like sunny side up, uh, but I'm not too. Yeah, that's that's about it. Those are good ways to do it. It's pretty, pretty easy. I like I, I like over easy. Sunny side up's good, too. Dude, what does over easy even mean? I've never known what that meant. So that just means you, you cook it like sunny side up and then you flip it over and then you cook the other side a little bit. So the yolk's still runny, but it's that's, like it's like white around the whole thing. That's psychotic. <laughs> that's insane yeah i don't see i don't see the the appeal in that but you know you be you <laughs> i was gonna fuck, ask Jesse? do you ever do you Coming ever at my uh, egg style do you ever go to skate spot and uh do you encounter a lot of uh sort of skater to scooter or sort of uh turf uh dude turf, like turf you know it's so funny you ask because like in the last like few years, it's progressively become so much more chill. Um, especially in the last two years, um, I've never really had many like bad encounters. Like it's been so fine, and like I think most skaters are just like I think we've been around long enough that skateboarders tend to just like fuck with it if you do something cool, you know. Um, and I haven't had any problems up until about two days ago. Um, and uh it was really funny i went to this 
this DIY just by myself in Barcelona. It's a really famous DIY. It's called Fondo. Um, and it's been there for like, God, well over 10 years. You would have seen it in like the old, like, uh, Ali Balala kind of footage and like all the old flip videos and shit. It's mm-hmm. been there for a long fucking time. And I, and since then it's been upgraded a lot, like as a DIY. And I went there by myself and I'd filmed a clip there and uploaded it to Instagram recently. And there was about like three people there when I rocked up. And this one local dude, you know, the one dude who just sits there, doesn't fucking skate. He's about 40 years old, never touches his board. He, uh, he, he immediately comes over to me as I pull up to the park. He's like, no, 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 no. I know you, fuck you. You, you've blown this spot up because you post on Instagram. And like, he couldn't really speak Spanish. I could kind of understand what he was saying, but he had to translate through some to, to one of the girl skaters who was there. And uh, the girl skater was translating for him, for me. And she like did not fuck with what he was saying. She was like rolling her eyes as she was saying. (laughs) But uh, it got extremely tense. Like, cause I was like, dude, I'm here by myself. Like, I'm just here to like cruise. Like there's no, like, you know, there's four, it's it's me, you and three other people. Like, what's the deal? Like, and this is a big plaza. And like, he would not let me ride. And she was like, I think you better go. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm not going. Like, I'm by myself. What's the deal? And I started riding. And then he came up to me and then started like, and he's like, no, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, no, like, what are you going to do? I'm just, I'm just cruising. Who cares? And I've been to this place many times. And the dude gets on the phone. And uh, one of the girls get is like, no, you got to go. He's calling like local hood dudes. Like, you have to fucking go. And, uh, and we, I was in an area in Barcelona where it's not directly in Barcelona it's a bit in the hood and she was like no you better fucking get out of here like and uh, I had to just dip because it was it just got a bit too tense and it was like and that was the first experience I've had in a while where it was like I had to leave purely because I was riding a scooter or I think a lot of it to do was because he knew who I was and I had posted a clip there and he was angry that I'd like posted a clip and maybe brought more people but I said yeah. to him directly I was like oh so you're worried about me bringing people then why is there only five people here right now uh, and uh yeah it was just it was just ridiculous but uh yeah <laughs> it is what how it old, is how old was the fella dude at least 40s? 40 and it was funny because i was talking to richie like because i was meeting richie later on and i told him what happened and he knew the dude and he was like no wait stay there i'm coming to back you up and richie is like the most non-confrontational skinny motherfucker and I was like, I mean, like, I appreciate the the sentiment, but like, you don't have to do that. I don't think you'll be much help. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that about Richie that uh, on Instagram, I don't think he really does it that much, but he's not afraid to get in some uh, some Instagram beef, you know? No, he does not hold back. And um, yeah. I mean, with me, he's been awesome, like, and just being really like uh, accepting of the scooter stuff and, and just being like really supportive of it. And like a few hours ago, he was like, let's, let's, let's go back there now. Fuck this guy. You know, like, um, so he's, he's been really cool about that. And it's like weird. You just ask lives me. like the guy just lives at the DIY. You can go back anytime. Dude, I assume, I assume he fucking lives there, dude. Like he had nothing going on. Like, and it was, <laughs> but it's, it's annoying because, uh, it was, honestly very weird because I haven't experienced that in like four years. Um, it used to be such a thing for us where anywhere we rocked up, if it was a street spot, if it was a skate park, like five, six years ago, 
there'd be hate no matter what. And we just had to kind of like drain it out of our ears and just ride no matter what. But the last few years have been great. Like even in LA where I assumed it would be really shitty and people would be really like, um, you know, angry towards us. They haven't been, it's been like, they've been super accepting. Um, so this was really strange. You ever, you ever have to engage in some fisticuffs? I haven't put, I know plenty of friends that have, I'm, uh, I never, I'm not the dude that, uh, yeah, I've never gotten into it that way. I've never gotten into a fight myself. I'll always just kind of back off just cause I can't be bothered. But, uh, yeah. if you had other, if you had, if you had any, if you had conversations with any Boston scooter rider, I can guarantee you that have like 10 stories, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, That's not it's, I, I haven't been in a fight either. Tom, have you? No, hell no. You kidding me? I can talk <laughs> myself out of anything. Oh, I exactly. I thought you were going to say that they're too intimidated by you, that you kick their ass. Dude, I've broken up so many fights between people like twice my size because I'm just like, I'm so much smaller than them. There's no way either one of them will do anything or like consider me a threat. I can just try to uh, be like, a, you know, the a mediator. A mediator. A mediator yep. Yeah. Um, do you do you think that uh, it didn't help in the, the I don't know if you've seen the cherry video when Jason Dill had this rant about scooters, scooterman? <sighs> have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen cherry. I, dude, I think I might have just seen Dylan Reader's cherry pot multiple. I actually don't think I know that. I think any scooter I listen to this might be pissed off. But no, reiterate it to me. Oh, well, I mean. I'm pretty sure it's Dill. Am I right? It sounds right. Yeah. It's a shot of Dill. He's talking to the camera and behind him are like a crew of like 50 scootermans uh, passing by. And he's talking to, I think, Stefan Janowski. And he's like, um, he's like, what's the matter? Skateboarding too hard for you? Uh <laughs> And then I think he makes some sort of joke about them still being virgins or something. I don't know. I need to rewatch it myself. But yeah. it was uh, it was a very anti like uh, scooter uh, personality clip. Um, I mean, so I thought it was a little low hanging fruit for him. You know, I mean, again, sounds like Dill. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the amount of like skaters, you know, I, I grew up, I skated for like seven years before I ever had scooters and uh I witnessed so many skaters hate on me as a kid, but I still loved them. Like, <laughs> like I would ride scooters and like, you know, I would see clips. Like there was a clip at Bondi beach where uh, slam magazine or someone interviewed like Steve Caballero and all these dudes about what they thought about scooter kids. And none of them had anything good to say. They were all so hating, but I just was like, Oh, whatever. I still love them. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, yeah. uh, and I think with time, like opinions change, like it just takes time for people to kind of understand, you know, that we, you know, it's funny, like a lot of the, I have a lot of skate friends, you know, like I'm good friends with a lot of skaters from LA and Melbourne or whatever. And like, eventually it just comes down to them realizing that we pretty much live the same fucking lifestyle. Like yeah. we're literally like, you know, for me and a lot of like uh, pro skaters that I'm friends with, it's like our life is literally filming videos, like, and and spending our nights figuring out spots and like going on Google maps and searching for stuff or hitting up random dudes for certain spots right. in certain cities. So it's like, and once you realize that you live exactly the same lifestyle, except you're just riding a different object, it's like, what the hell matters, you know? And, uh, 
And a lot yeah. of skaters start to realize that. And once they kind of realize, you know, like you're hitting the same spots as them, they start to respect it a bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, for me, it's been really cool. The worst thing I get though, like that's almost like a bit of a respect, but a bit of a dig is like, I'll have a lot of dudes come up to me and they'll be like, yo, I fucking love, like, oh wait, it's like, yo, I hate scooter riders, but I love your shit, man. And it's like, well, you're just telling me you hate all my friends, but like, you love my shit. Like, am I supposed to be hyped on that or? <laughs> well, I mean, you do kind of stand out kind of like the, like I was saying, comparing you to the Matt Tomasello type. Uh, and I've even been at uh, this, that spot eggs that I was talking about with the forbidden 14. <laughs> and uh, when somebody's talking uh, sort of ill on Scooterman's, I, uh, I, I said, oh, but you should check out this guy, Jesse Carter. I was like, check this out. You know, well, not I, that I, they, I sincerely... not, not that they not that they stop hating, but, you know, it at <laughs> least makes them think for a second. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hey, one step at a time. We're getting there very slowly. No, and I pr appreciate that. But, you know, there's, there's way more than me, you know, like there's uh, there's so many more. Like if I opened your eyes to like more scooter riders like uh, Devin Sidlowski, Jason Chi, Nick Tedrick, Tommy Christiana, um, Richard's link. There's so many more scooter riders, in my opinion, that are so much sicker than myself that I'm sure if you watch, you'd be like, oh shit, there's a whole other world to like really stylish scooter riding that you just, it's a, it's a, it's a mind fuck. Um, and, and that's come with a lot of time, you know, like skateboarding, you know what, it took like a lot, you know, skateboarding, what the late fifties or something was when that shit kind of started I mean, that was that was when the first one was invented i think it like kind of picked up in the 70s yeah yeah. yeah yeah so for scootering it's like uh it picked up about 98 you know um so it's about 20 years so like it's taken a long time for that the style to really kind of come into play i mean wait hold on correct me if i'm wrong though i i believe uh, from my history books that the skateboard was actually invented by one marty mcfly who, oh yeah. yes, of course. You know, actually, by ripping the handlebars, off, right. the handlebars off a scooter. And you know, yeah. it's funny you brought that up because I had thought of this. This is the one question I had pre for Jesse was if you were if you were to redo like Back to the Future, would you like go back in time and there's kids like riding around on skateboards and you're like, here, let me let me see this kid and you take it and you're like, you huh? And you just pull like it. you pull handles out of like a out of like a hedge and stick it in. You should do that for for an opening for a oh my god for a part. it would have that's been good. so good yeah you can have that yeah oh. yeah I that's think one that of my big... ideas I'm giving away I'm giving oh my that god advice. no one if has I can to steal it if I can get someone with a budget to to, to supply mm -hmm. a truck of manure I'm so down yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit up uh, Steven Spielberg you know see yeah. what he says but hey, if, if, I mean... if you just throw me his email I'm super down. I will. We're pretty down with them ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I mean, I figured, but yeah, super down. Uh, people, uh, people don't really realize too that you're actually a skateboarder as well. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of scooter riders come from from skating or from BMXing. Um, it's uh, I yeah, I, I skated for a long a long time before I I scooted, and uh, there was like some skateboarders that I uh skated with that were really popping off in melbourne at the time um i gotta give a big shout out to jeff cook uh i was like an eight-year-old at the time at my local skate park and he gave me some free boards and this guy 
he was uh, like he rode for crew and vans and he did a big America trip and he was the first dude. He did a switch front lip slide on Hollywood 16. Uh, and it was it was monumental for like 2008. So like I was hella influenced by this guy. Um, but at that time, uh, like skateboarding was a bit dead at my local park. I was skating there every day by myself. And as I kind of ended high school, more and more people were rocking up with scooters and I was kind of more intrigued just by like, I'd never seen anyone do a trick on a scooter before, you know, it was like, I was like, as if you can do that. And then I did it myself and it was kind of like, it just felt like a whole world of new uh, possibilities. Cause I just looked at it and I was like, Oh, there's a tail whip. And then it was like, there was so much shit that had never been done. And it was like, this just seems like something where you can just invent stuff. And, and, and there's like so many options. Um, I can't necessarily explain it, but, uh, yeah, that was really the inspiration. I just kind of got on it and then it just felt like, oh, I just keep going. Um, but the main reason to kind of stop skating was I, I didn't have many friends. I was doing it by myself so much and I kind of got into it as scootering really hit a craze in about 2009. But, uh, I did skate for a very long time and I, the, the content I watch like on YouTube and stuff is still all like even the, the DVDs I have at home is still all skateboarding. <laughs> uh, and, so was it the scooter community that kind of drew you in? You, you saw that there was more people to scooter with than skateboard or am I just misinterpreting? No, definitely. And not to dig on skateboarding too much, but at that time in like the late 2000s, it's so fucking negative, man. Like in skateboarding, like everyone was a dick. <laughs> I mean, at least in Australia, it was very hard to make friends. Like, um yeah. you would do something like i'd land something and no one would give you props it was almost like a jealousy type thing i remember yeah yeah um and uh it was just very hard to make friends or like make any real friends just at that time for myself um and with scootering we were all at the same rate so anything we were doing was kind of i don't know i just remember skateboarding as much as it's like my life and still is my life because i you know uh it was at that time i just remember it being really negative for myself um just yeah. from the people i was surrounded by but you know i think right. it just goes through stages yeah sometimes it gets too much to be a uh, sort of cool guys club uh exactly but yeah even even uh even fancy lad i feel like uh you know nowadays i feel like people i maybe it's just because we're like more su- quote unquote successful or just the times have changed in general. But yeah, I feel like we're much more uh, aligned with those people as a sort of brotherhood, you know? Yeah. Now more than ever, you know? It could just be with getting older. You know? Yeah, I always wonder that too. I'm like, you know, I haven't had to like argue with people at spots as much, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, is that because people are getting nicer or more accustomed to it? Or is it because I'm older? Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to like have beef with like, like rollerbladers that right. show up at a spot are the young, or like, are the young punks not saying anything to you just because you're because, old. because like, why would I go talk to that old man? He looks like he's 40. Exactly. Was that a thing? Did you guys ever have beef with rollerbladers at spots? I mean, growing up, it was like, yeah, like when, growing up skating it was like rollerbladers and and bmx's did it feel like a direct conflict at all like with those guys like uh i'm i I specifically bladers i just wanted to ask like did it ever feel like a direct conflict because 
bladers well, were definitely hitting the same type of rails as as, as you guys back then well, at least i mean i mean this this goes into just the 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 sort of uh the mind of the time with the same hate towards scooter. Yeah, no, we, oh, totally. We were like, we grew up being bred that rollerbladers suck. Right. Oh, and that sure. was just ingrained into our heads as skateboarders from such a young age. Just like, uh, it's kind of like how, uh, your, your sports team will say like the rival sports team sucks. Right. It's just like, that's, you just, you just think it because that's what it. everybody yeah. says. They're just oh, like, dude. oh, bl- rollerbladers suck. You know? oh. And you're like, yeah, rollerbladers suck. I'm a skater. I have to you know, monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, even as scooter riders in early age, I mean, we had the same kind of thing. So, like, you know, I, I, I get it 100%. Um, I even anyone... remember being a skateboarder and hating on scooter riders when I was, like, seven years old, you know? So, yes, like, it, right. the tables turn, you know? Right. <laughs> What is is there any uh, any kind of uh, activity that scooters hate to see when you show up to a spot and you and you kind of you know oh. bully them like like when, if you see people with devil sticks or are when you people like, are playing pogs or something or they got heelys or something I don't know oh no nah. I, I think it's so the opposite I mean in my opinion like we <laughs> I wouldn't say we've copped the most shit I think rollerbladers deserve that crown I think rollerbladers copped the most shit out of anyone in history. Mm in terms of action sports. Uh, but we, we've copped so much shit over the years that, I mean, I, for me, my, me personally, I fuck with, like I have pogo stick friends, like I Healy friends, like rollerblader friends. And like, I, I don't know. I just, I really fuck with all of it because I, as I said before, like a lot of us are living the same lifestyle where we're just yeah. every day going riding, you know, like searching for rails, searching for ledges, searching for spots. And it's like, we're the same type of people, you know, and, and when you actually go and ride with those people, you realize that we're all this, we're all like very similar and, um, and our desires and, and what we want to do is really similar. So like, if you're going to hate on it just because it's a different thing, I, I mean, I definitely would have thought it thought differently, maybe like six, seven years ago, but as time's right. gone on, it's like, we're very similar and, uh, and it, it's, it's really cool to be open-minded and just like accept those people. But, uh, I'm sure there's scooter riders out there that just don't fuck with a lot of stuff, but, uh, it's the same with skateboarding, you know, like there's yeah. dicks and there's cool people. See, I, I always like to say it's like we're we're all just adults playing with stupid toys. Exactly. You know? it's like they're all like none of them. Like if you want to get down to it, they're all so fucking stupid. Everything, <laughs> yeah. all, all of them are so dumb. And the amount of time and effort and thought that everyone puts into it is so fucking pointless and <laughs> ju- juvenile when it comes down to it, you know? So if you have that perspective on the thing that you love, then it's easy to be like, yeah, of course I see that that guy's enjoying like fucking speed skating down like the cement, you know? Exactly. And just That's split fine. hairs just, on, yeah. on, on what it is. Like if it's yeah, no, exactly. And, and, you know, talking to people like longboarding, skateboarding, you know, like it's, I mean, so a lot of, to, to the outside perspective, it's like, what are you, like, what are you hating on? You know, you guys do all yeah, there's th- a, to them. Yeah, they don't see any thing. difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and it's, and honestly kind of like having a bit of an outside, like thinking about their perspective gives yourself a good perspective of like, you know what, like we are all doing something similar, you know, like it might be very different to us, but we're doing it for the same reason, at least, you know? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So I've never, I've never Absolutely. wanted, never wanted to hate on anyone because of what they do just cause you know, hell yeah. I mean, what we, what I do, uh, I'm sure looks ridiculous ridiculous to the outside public but to me it's fun as fuck and 
it's all it's all subjective you know oh yeah absolutely. yeah stop the hate you know let's start spreading the positive vibes that's what i'm saying stop the vote that's what big Hill has been stop, saying stop he's been saying it for over a year vote. now He's been I saying want, it for over a I year. Want, I, I want to make everyone unable to vote. <laughs> <laughs> no voting at all. I want to yeah. know uh, where's Matt right now. What are you guys filming? I, I want to. I want to get some insider information here too. I want to know what you guys are filming for right now. Oh, so well, so what you're saying is you have a million questions I'm for sure us? Sure, exactly. Have a questions for us. I do. All right, hit us. All right, what's the? I, I want to know like what you've been filming for over the last six months slash the next six months. Yeah, well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been mentioning on the the podcast mm-hmm. uh, our new full length Power Suck. Mm-hmm. Power ah. Suck. Ooh. That should be out by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. What do you and, think is uh, the uh, the 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 protruding theme for this video? Um, probably power sucking. Well, I wanted the underlining theme partly to be, we got a couple new riders that are kind of normal. So I thought it'd be funny to just kind of poke around at the fact that we're becoming the jockiest company of all time, you know? Damn. That's a, I mean, the way of wording it, that sounds, that's, that sounds like it sucks. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Hey, it is called power suck. <laughs> Touche. We didn't it, say it was power good. It's really just uh, because our good friend Maddie skates normal and he's going to have a part. Oh, hell so yeah. Just, just that, just having that, you know, I guarantee people are going to see that one part and they're going to be like, the hell is this doing in a fancy lad video, you know? Well, I want to know, does, uh, does Colin still have a BMX pod in it? I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll, he'll have a decent amount of BMX tricks, I'm sure. Hell yeah! That's again. But, then I'll then I'll watch. But I've it, seen yeah. him. I've seen him skating a few times in the last in the last two months. Yeah, which is that's a good ratio. Dude, he goes he's, hard. Yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, he's good. Whenever he skates, he fucking kills it. And he's no in BMX. Oh, he does good. Yeah, his BMX <laughs> shit is all right. His BMX shit's pretty cool too. Just don't tell him I said that. He can't know. Okay, right. We'll keep him between well, us. He's he's kind of only got like a few tricks. But he's the ones them. he has, you know. Yeah, go it's a big. small portfolio, but it. It's yeah, delivering. Big, big drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big it's gap. The- big big gap. Big ride. Yeah. Fast jump. Exactly. And it works. It's like a one second clip, but it makes everything. It's a great transition between the skate footage. Yeah. And I know you're asking about the BMX clip because you're wondering if you could send a friend trick. Okay, Juzzy, you twisted our arm, okay? Mm-hmm. It can be on a scooter. It doesn't have to be on a BMX. Sick. Yeah. All right. What are we talking? VX one thousand? What are you on the twenty one hundred? Yeah, we use the twenty one hundred. Yeah, okay. yeah. If you got twenty one hundred, that'd be fucking. That'd if you be got, great. if you use HD, we'll just crop it. Doesn't. Really yeah, matter. and it'll be. Oh, like, sick. What the what the fuck's this HD footage doing in here? Yeah, <laughs> we'll just crop it to a four three. It fucking, doesn't matter. The scooter is ruining everything. Now everything. bring HD footage into the fancy lad video. People oh. always say that they're like, oh, "Can I send you an HD clip?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, uh, HD's bigger than four three, so I'll just crop it. I don't understand why people don't know how dimensions work." It's easy to take away stuff. Well, if it's fisheye, it's a bit. Uh, if they've filmed it a bit for the back, it'll work for four three. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I there was, I was super honored. Maybe like three years ago, uh, fucking Hunter and Buster uh, wanted me to get a guest clip for the Happy Medium video, the, the Happy Medium mm-hmm. five. 
Yeah. And I was like over the moon and I sent a clip that was filmed VX 1000. Uh, but as you know, like every VX one is quite different in it's, uh, you know, depending on how old the camera is. And, uh, I think the, uh, our camera that we'd filmed it on was just so shit. Like they were just like, Oh, it just looks way too different. And we just, and they didn't use it. I was so bummed. So this yeah, could be, actually, could be my yeah, redemption. Uh, this could be a redemption. I was going to say, cause they actually care about, uh, video production, but we use a bunch of different cameras and we'll Oh, I knew the, that. I knew you guys we'll use the, care shitty, the shittiest footage just uh, as long as you can see the trick, you know, it doesn't matter to us. It's about the content. I'll have to look like I'll have to come. I think I'd rather come to Boston and, and join a session one time. I really want to ride the. Does the DIY still exist that Matt films out all the time? No, no. no unfortunately, it, they ripped it down and built a skate park there, which we have sucks. called. Yeah, we call it shit park. Yeah, we call it shit park because it sucks. And, you know, I'm also kind of responsible for having it built. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel bad that I built the shittiest, helped build the shittiest park and replace the DIY. But. You know, you live and you learn. Yeah, and I well, I do have some questions. I want to know. Build it. Does does Matt go? Okay, this is how I would see it, and I don't know if it's true or not. Does he just go there at like eleven o'clock at night, build some contraption like a spinning, not a spin thing by himself, and then film it by himself? Is that how it goes, or? Pretty much. I mean, well, a lot except, of that stuff. I mean, the, built, we, he's building the boards by himself. He's building the boards by himself. If, if a lot of the concrete there, stuff is a, a few of us building. Mostly Matt and Scribbler yeah. did a lot of it. Uh, I helped a few times. Big Zoe helped. Sweet Tomato Joe helped a lot. Right. I usually Rom. just help with the mixing of the cement, though. Yeah. It's kind of the muscle. But I mean, but, I didn't uh, even do that as much as Matt and Sam. Matt and Sam are, and Sweet Tomato Joe in Rom. But for the most part, you're getting it right. Matt would go there at night. And we would build a new thing, and then pretty but, much, yeah, he does go there at but night he would a lot have by himself. Help, okay, yeah. that's it wasn't I'm all by himself, yeah, right, exactly. right, right. But essentially, it was just Matt going just there him. at night mm -hmm. by himself. All mm -hmm. right, building stuff in the moonlight, in the moonlight, only mm -hmm. lit by the moonlight. Mm -hmm. He'd take a look around. Oh, no one's looking, so he'd take his shirt off, <laughs> sweat glistening on his hairy chest. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, and, and then he he did film that he he films himself mostly, well for his Instagram clips at least, um, not his not his actual footage. Well, that's what I meant. Do that at all? Yeah, for the no. Instagram clips, it looks like he's just there by himself. Yeah, Absolutely. no, yeah, for for the most part, I'd say for the majority of his clips, he's just at that spot by himself so with sick. his phone leaning up against like a Gatorade bottle that's been right. in his trunk for two and a half and years. And he knows that at <laughs> night no one's going to go there because it's not lit up, but he brings his uh, Ryobi lights yep. so he could uh, light up his tricks. I gained so much inspiration from him because I have a similar, I, I mean, for certain tricks, it's the same situation. Not at night, but it's, uh, he gives me a lot of inspiration for the same things. It's like, well, if Matt does it, I can do it. I can just go there and do it myself, you know? But he's like, because uh, I, I run out of ideas, you know, I'm like, think, even this morning, I'm like, what can I do? And I'm like, you know, it, it gets to a point where you're like, Fuck, what can I do? And then he's gotten to a point where he's not even thinking about his board. It's like I can manipulate the board in another way to give myself more options. Um, yeah. And I'm sure in a way that's doable with scooters. But uh, I, I don't well, let me ask this. Has there been any scooter manips, especially the first one that comes to mind? Get this. You get on a handrail or whatever, okay? Yeah. The bars, they blast off, and then you just land with two wheels, two feet. 
it could be done. It could be done for sure. I mean, it would be <laughs> so like if you to jump on with the handlebars, yeah. the the clamp that tightens the handlebars to the rest of the scooter would have to be tight. Yeah. And then while you're on the rail, you'd have to somehow loosen that clamp for the bars to come off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, what I mean, if you just that. if what if you just no, you just have a all right, you, you just had some twigs in there. Yep. To hold it together. Just enough, just enough. And then while you're on there, you could just kind of snap off the twigs and then toss the bar. Yeah, yeah. See, this is where I need to talk to Matt because where I think it's probably impossible, he'd have a solution for me, you know? Exactly. I I think it's possible. Like, I have a really good friend, Acot. He's from Melbourne. He doesn't ride as much anymore, but he he got obsessed with riding without the handlebars. Um, If you just ride the scooter deck and you put the wheel backwards... Um, you can ride it as if it's a skateboard pretty much. And it will, and you can ride it without, you know, the wheel spinning around. And he was obsessed and he could do like triple kick flips. Like he would go out of a bowl and like pretty much like a triple finger flip. Like he would grab the top of the clamp and like flick it and do a triple kick flip on that. And he did, and he, I filmed a clip of him like a couple of years ago where he would do like board slides and lip slides just with no handlebars, but just grabbing the clamp. So that I think there's a whole realm of tricks that a whole realm of scootering that is possible. Um, I think you've just got to be willing and, and ingenuitive. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I would, I'd like to have a conversation with Matt cause I think he'd be able to, I think a new mind coming to it would, uh, would unlock some new territory. Yeah. I'm sure that Matt actually would. He's a real, uh, you know, he's a real friendly guy. He loves everybody, you know? So, um, it would be tough to get him on the phone, though. Maybe just like he's, <laughs> I'll have to come also, to. He's also shy. Yeah. Yeah. So. You come in person, you'll get all your your questions answered. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds perfect. But okay, just so you know, the power suck video isn't actually gonna be a jockey video. It's a joke. Oh. Oh. Okay. So oh, okay. different to the other videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying it's still going to be exactly like the other videos. But I don't know. I'm trying to think of some bits or something to film in between them, you know? I, I do want to ask, yeah. um, the who's the dude that does all the music? Because there's a, uh, I mean, at least in the uh, the trampoline jump video, I think it's one of the dudes that uh, films clips in the video. He does like all the housey, techno-y kind of beats. And I've tried yeah. shazamming it a million times, but it does it ceases to exist. Tony. Yeah, that's Tony. That's Tony, uh sweet our sweet boy Tony DeRosa. I know. Guy's a fucking genius. He is a genius. He does his music is notoriously difficult to get a hold of, but right. his music is so fucking good. It's only on SoundCloud and his name is like Anthony DeRosa, like nineteen ninety one. We'll we'll send it to you. We'll send so you. So I actually SoundCloud. could find it if I put in more effort. You we'll, could, we'll, we'll but send it's you really his hard to yeah. find. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. So make I don't it blame easy. you for not finding it. Because I, I, tell I that have to Tony tried. all the time. I said, Tony, gotta be better at marketing yourself. And he says, I'm too depressed to even make music. I oh man, that's that. so sad. Because like the at least in Matt's trampoline jump video, the, oh, it was so sick. I I remember like a, two, three people. I I've showed Matt's video to a few people. Like, have you seen this video? And then they'll be like, What the fuck's this song? And I, Man, I mean, he's 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 uh, it's wasted potential, in my opinion, I know. He needs to make it public. 
Hey, we agree with you. I know. I should really just just do it. We've talked about just doing it pro bono. We've well, we talked about just releasing his music with, with just under the name not Tony. You know, mm. just like without him, just be like, well, you weren't going to do it, Tony. And then, you know, begrudgingly give him all the proceeds. Mm-hmm. So I think that's know. I think that's the way to go, because we'll, uh, keep, a it, little, we'll keep a little taste. Well, it needs because, to be shared. You know, well, Matt's shy, but Tony's even shyer. So it's that's the problem with these people. They're just too like Matt at least has the ego enough that he like he wants. He's kind of like Gumiyagi. He wants the attention, if he, even if he doesn't want to say it, because he kind of, you know, he's put all this work into skateboarding. Right. Mm-hmm. Tony genuinely, I don't know if he actually cares. I really don't think he does. Yeah. He, I, he does enjoy making music is the thing. There's a lot of respect to be given there, but at the same time, uh, you know, something so beautiful needs to be shared, I think. You know? It's so simple, but so nice. I, I don't know. I love I, I love the music that's used. So I think, I, you know, I want it in my playlist. All right. It's like that quote from Life Aquatic. Anyone who uh, has the opportunity to live an extraordinary life has no uh, reason to keep it to themselves. Mm-hmm. I was exactly. thinking of that one quote from there. Jacques Cousteau. When, when they go, hello. That was a quote from Life Aquatic. I think one person says that. <laughs> I remember that, actually. Mm-hmm. Good timing. Mm-hmm. The one quote I remember from Life Aquatic. Hello. <laughs> you like Good Wes Anderson? Anderson? You like Wes Anderson? Yeah, I like Wes Anderson. I love, uh, yeah, I love a lot of his films. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, oh, that new that new one, The French Connection. The French Connection. No, French Dispatch. Oh yeah, oh, that's French the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not yet. The Timothy Chalamet one. Not yet. I haven't. Um, I mean, I've seen a few of his. I love. Uh, fuck. God, these uh, the beers are getting to me a bit, but no, he's a he's he's definitely one of the favorites. I can't think. What's the what's the the You're Indian probably going to say, one? oh, uh, Darjeeling Limited. The Darjeeling Limited is my favorite mm-hmm. Wes Anderson film with Owen Wilson uh-huh. and and Justin Long. Yeah, that one. Well, I think I think you'll at least maybe like the uh, the the French Dispatch uh, Benicio del Toro story that has to do with the painter because it's mainly about uh, the cliche of a. Uh, you know, kind of like uh, the creative process, but also the cliche of, uh, you know, a mad artist, you know, so it's okay. really nice. Oh, yeah. So like a bit of a... See, seeing yourself as Paris. an artist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think people you know, like, I, you know, with the extreme sports, they don't want to claim artist, you know? Mm-hmm. No, well, like, uh, it does get a bit, you know... Uh, the lines get a bit blurred, you know, sometimes. Well, you'd consider Richie Jackson a skate artist, right? Yeah, 100%. So, I you're, mean, in the same, so you're in the same vein, you know? I mean, he's been working on a video for five, six years or something like that. And um, and I, yeah, definitely. What I was about to say was it gets a bit, the lines get a bit blurred because sometimes we have to do these competitions where it is like a proper stadium or something like that. And it's like... And then first, and then for one day, you're like, "Holy shit, I maybe am an athlete." But it, you know, like, ninety nine percent of your life does not feel like that, and the process in which you got to being on that stage doesn't feel like that. So then, it's a bit confusing, and it's also confusing considering, like, at the moment, I'm applying for an athlete visa uh, to be able to right. live in the United States. But it's like, I know, uh, <laughs> technically, when I file my taxes, I t- file them as a sporting goods company. So I get that, it, you know fucks with your morals a little bit yeah but there's no other way to explain it really yeah yeah 
Oh, also, when's the next merch drop? I bought one of the last hoodies you guys had. The 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 blue. Fuck. I saw that, and thank you. Um, <laughs> is the green uh, sold out? I wanted to get one of the green ones, and they sold out like a couple months I know, before. I know we got we got to print more comfort colors. I mean yeah, to get on comfy that. Colors. Well, you know the boards are gonna come soon, so I might just do a full drop with those. Yeah, it'll be by the summer. You know, it'll be by the summertime. Uh, and the hoodies, at least. Maybe I should do the hoodies too at the same time. But the hoodies will at least be by September. But I can't wait. I think you have a very niche, interesting, cool fan base. I think all of you. I think your fan base is a bit weird, and I think they'll they'll appreciate it. Um, so I I think it's necessary. We got yeah, we, some we got some sweaty and deranged fans. Yeah, we just there. gotta come up with something different so they still want it. You yeah, know? that's true. You know, uh, it, it's a hard market. You gotta it, you gotta compete. It is. They're not gonna just gonna want to keep buying a black t shirt that says fancy that on it. I've noticed. So mm, it's weird. It's time that we step up our game. You know. So you thinking a white t shirt? Yeah, I think. We'll <laughs> From my perspective, I think the videos is what is is speaks for itself. You know, it's like uh, the videos are what like sell everything. You know, you you make the the videos and it creates that kind of the uh, the atmosphere of the brand, and then mm-hmm. everyone wants to kind of be involved a bit. I mean, that was my that's my perspective. I was like, I fucking love these dudes. I, I like I have to support this. You know. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I know. I just wish that the video itself took in more revenue because I think that that's the uh, the most important uh, piece of art that we make, rather than the art that we're making for to sell boards and shirts. Right. I know, but I mean, it's essentially just a, an advertisement. No, I know. You I know, know how it works. It is hard. Like, I oh, mean, okay. Oh, you do. Right. Yeah, I know. Okay. I mean, what? Twenty years ago, it was DVDs, and they would actually, and you know, you could actually make a profit from that. So it's it's yeah, it's yeah. a whole different story. Whereas twenty years ago, they could sell the merch and the DVD and make profit from both. Yeah. So now it is a bit of a different landscape. Um, and uh, I'm surprised I mean, that. And then you have the whole the other side of the coin. Yeah, sure, you could put the video up somewhere where people had to pay to see it, but then right. Are people gonna see it? You know, yeah. And like, then it's like you want people to see it. You know, yeah. Like with with Power Suck, we can completely be like, yeah, you can only see it if you pay for this Patreon or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're gonna get many people are gonna see it a fraction of what you would normally get, and it sucks, right? Um, even if the people, even if the people would pay for it, it's almost like a stigma behind it. It's like, oh, you actually want us to pay for this? Fuck you. You know? Yeah. Right. Even if they like your brand, it's like, uh, it's, yeah, it's I think it, like being greedy or something, trying to make a living off of what they're yeah. getting for free. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'd say hey, this is a fair, a fair thing to do, but yeah, no, I mean, essentially what we're saying is if you like what we're doing, you gotta give us something cause we can't keep doing it like this. Right. But, you know, I'm surprised since the Red Bull video came out that, like, HBO hasn't, like, reached out to us for, like, a full contract series. I was expecting HGTV to reach out to us. You know, and be <laughs> Home like, Garden? Home Garden Television Network. Yeah, they'd be like, listen, we saw that shithole you're living in. You need some help. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to this old house that shit for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be that brilliant. Would be yeah. How did the, um, I mean, you might have talked about this on another podcast, but how did the Adult Swim connection happen? 
there wasn't much to it i mean uh i had like a little brief connection uh just because when we made new hell our friend mike linquist sent a dvd to dj doug pound i mean that's the only like loose connection to adult swim that we even had but um just one of the developers there uh just saw the fl3 video and then abe's park got like millions of views on facebook and then so he reached out to us and uh said you guys got the goods he said what do you think about making a show we said we're a bunch of idiots we don't know how to make a show he said what do you think about making an edit we said sounds good and then that was it and we showed him the edit and And then and then we said hey you know what we think maybe we could do that show and then nothing I mean, I know I'm the guest, but I do have other questions. Like, I wanted to ask, like, uh, in terms of when you approach a video, like, because you have an extremely comedic aspect to what to your videos, is there any like incentive to push that at all? Like, remember the clip of Abe where he like has a where he has like the script with the security guard? Like, is much of that like planned or like? Is there an incentive to kind of push that when you're making the video or is it just kind of like on the day? I know. Well, that, well, that in particular was kind of like, um, for Abe, like a skate trick. He was like, I have this idea. We should go do it. And, um, you know, he explained it to me. He's like, I know this, this spot is perfect. You always get kicked out of. So you just, we went there with a bunch of papers, (laughs) uh, you know, we filmed the skit or the bit, but, uh, that was completely Abe's idea. And, um, yeah, I mean, I wish more people would come up with their own ideas like that. That's great. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of, but to him, I mean, that's why I love watching your shit. It's like, uh, it's, it's far more than just a skate video. Uh, it's, uh, (laughs) so that's, that's, that's definitely the allure I I, I have. And I think a lot of other people would have. And I, I, but for him, I think that was like, you know, how a part needs like X amount of clips. <laughs> like that was that was his idea of like getting a clip. <laughs> yeah, sick. Right. Oh, it did so, it justice. Yeah. And, you know, like like Matt said, no rules. Clips a clip. It's true. Clip is a clip. Clips a clip. Hey. You need enough clips to put to make a video. Mm-hmm. Got to put them on. Got to fill up that timeline. Yeah. Have you guys considered doing the uh, the the tapeless VX yet? As uh, as as DV tapes have kind of become more obsolete. You mean the the HVX? Is that what you're talking about? No, you know how you uh, can like talking about like the little the little like those weird little converter boxes things that you yeah have to, you like, can chuck on top on of the it. VX and it like records straight to like a hard drive. Yeah, it records straight to like a SD card. Yeah, exactly. A micro one. Well, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know why you you know so much about it. You didn't tell me. <laughs> myself, myself, Matt, and Sam all all looked like very into it. Oh, and it is something we could look into. But those things, those things are also difficult to get. And like, unless they, I think there's like some random Japanese company that makes like a fairly cheap one. But the Sony ones are like pretty hard to find and like fucking four to six hundred dollars on their well own. i don't know i i have a friend that's that's gone through a couple of variations of it where it's filmed to the micro sd in a different 
a couple of different ways. Um, I don't think it would be too expensive. I'm surprised you haven't looked at that route because I think it is from he uh, in a Facebook group chat I have. He uh, sent a couple of videos of like compare of comparing the the straight DV tape footage to the uh, the the converter, and it was like pretty indecent. Like you couldn't really tell the difference. Um, and I think it's a good investment, at least. Juzzy, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Okay, dude, why are you telling him? <laughs> so, hey, myself, Matt and Scribbler are trying to keep this under wraps. I need to process this. Okay, we're entering into the 2020s, um, and you know, I want to see more fancy lad footage, and I think this is a this is a way to make that more financially sustainable. Yeah, you 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 happened to catch Big Zo a mere two days after ordering tapes out on off eBay. That's true. Perfect. That's why that's why his interest is so peaked. Tapes. Yeah um perfect i mean we've been i mean i've been talking about going hd for a while and uh i mean i think it would be cool if we did what do you think or do we need to do we need to just maintain that vx no no i I don't think i mean if you want to stay um vx that's a that's what i was just talking about was a good option but no i don't think you need to no i think uh straight out of my brain i think you guys going HD would be so sick. Like, uh, I think it would add a whole other element to it. Honestly, I I do too, because I'm still gonna be the one filming it. It's it is be like the video is gonna be different. It's like you know? something coming out in in 3D. You know, people would be like, <laughs> it's people would be like, whoa, they're gonna be blown away by the image quality. Even Get those. It's like it's like over 10 years old at this point. Yeah, you need to it's send like those like round three 3D glasses for every. Oh yeah. Those would be sick. Something like but, that. But, you know? but we put some uh we we put some ghost pepper like uh sauce on the rims of them so everyone mm. puts them on and their their eyes just start burning. And yeah, I mentioned this on the podcast pot. before. I'm blown away by the technology on that round three DVD. The fact that when you put it in, it randomly generates who has last part, Rodney or Dave. Oh my god. It was it, it was a you never knew. Oh man. And and that I'm still blown away by that. Unreal. And for me, that was the the first skate DVD I ever bought. Um, so that was that video was everything. And that DVD came with round one and round two of Rodney and Day One. So you yeah. got the history as well, and you got to kind yeah. of decide for yourself a little bit, or like get a uh, man monumental. I was, round, I was a big round two fan growing up myself. Oh yeah, uh, but, that, but that Chris Hoslam part. Now that is, I think, should be considered one of the groundbreaking oh dude my mom definitely is i don't know my mom i don't i can't remember it wasn't his it wasn't his direct round three part but it was on the dvd it was like a an ma15 plus version of his video that was like all girls with their their tits out and it had like almost logos over their tits I can't remember it specifically, but it was like I, I don't remember this edit. But you should are, are we, send us a copy. I was going to say, are you about know. to it say sounds that? Pretty good. Are, and you started this story with my mom, so I'm, Dude, I'm curious uh, uh, as well, to where it's saying, going. My, it was on the DVD. It was on the DVD, and it was like I mean, this was God, like 2005. So it's a long time, time ago. But I remember there was a section of the almost round three DVD that had at least a three to four minute video where it showed heaps of girls. It was the, the, the Motley Crue song, girls, girls, girls. It was that yeah, song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had girls like pulling their tops off and like it had the almost logo or whatever on their tits. And, and I remember putting that up. My mom wouldn't let me watch it after that. She would, she like took the DVD away from me because it was, uh, it was explicit. 
Yeah, dude, that you're, was that you're, was. You're watch there. a nice wholesome video, like thought you were watching Baker Girls Three. Gone Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's watching, you know, Rodney like chilling in in L- downtown LA doing handstands. She thinks it's a very artistic video, and then that pops up. Like, mm. wait, I don't know why I haven't seen this though. Yeah, me neither. I'm kind of pissed. It, wait, you said it's on the DVD, dude. I I guarantee I'm not like this. This exists. I'm sure someone in the comments somewhere can verify this. Yeah, are you sure I this isn't? Is this it. is this not is this not just another classic Jazzy Pervelt moment? No, dude, it exists. It exists. It's it's it's. I know it because it has girls, girls, girls to it, and it's it's not okay, just. That's the, sec- one. that's the second time, and I have to point it out. Every time you say "girls, girls, girls" by Motley Crue, you're do you're you're miming the snare. That or or, or the are, do you play drums? You're no, no, no. I'm just... Every time you're like girls, girls, girls. You're like I think the, this is all I can fit in frame. Yeah. <laughs> all I can fit in frame is me just going like that. Well, you know, you look like you know what you're doing. That's why I had to ask. Oh, uh, I no, 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 no. I couldn't give myself that much credit, but uh, it exists, and I'm sure someone out there can verify it for me. It does exist. I, I'm surprised. I saw your DVD collection in the in the Red Bull video. Like, you know that that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised I haven't seen it because of that. Maybe it was on the 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 bullshit pirate version on the the bonus disc that mm. I never watched. Mm. Do you remember it came with the pirate? That was so weird. That round three came with a bootleg version of round three as a bonus disc. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't remember that. That was so weird. That was like, why would anybody want to watch a shittier version of it? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That well, with the slam. Uh, I mean, I got. I remember with Slam Magazine, we had like a. There was a. You got the trailer version in the magazine. It like had like a couple of little sections, and then. But it wasn't the full video. And then after that, you could buy the video. So maybe maybe that was the same thing. But we got a, like a little trailer version that had like a bit of it. But I don't know. Well, I don't know. You know, this is this we're gonna is have one to find this. The ages. Yeah, we're gonna. I really, I it's. Exactly. I I'm certain that it's not the Mandela effect. I know this exists. Like, mm-hmm. I hope yeah. someone can verify it. Yeah, send us the link. Send us the link. I don't have the you link. I, I will put some effort into trying to find the link. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. You leave that up to the sweaty and deranged fans. You just wait. <laughs> well, once this is up, we'll check the YouTube comments. They'll, the link will be in there. You know, I got to say, too, it was funny that you mentioned all the, the, the comedy aspects of the fan side video that you're liking so much because uh, – all, I mentioned to Tom before the podcast, I said, all the photos that I've seen of you, you look so serious and you're never smiling. Yeah. It seems like. And I, I, I mentioned to Tom, I was like, I don't know if this guy is going to laugh at any of our jokes because he seems so serious. I in know. His photos. <laughs> I, have you been male modeling? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, a few years ago, I started doing that. Um, and that's my best look. You know, that's my blue steel, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we didn't say it was bad. <laughs> well, like, and that's what I get from like a lot of the comments. It's like, this isn't jazzy or like, where the fuck's the smile? Like, cause it, 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 uh, it really goes against what you would see in footage or what you would see of me in any other video. It's like, I'm always kind of smiling, but, uh, my smile is so fucking big that, uh, it just, you know, in, in modeling, there's like the smile, but mine is so big that it's just, there's, there's no happy medium there. So I can't do it in those photos that are being used for the, the modeling side of stuff. So it does, it definitely creates a, uh, a negative characterization or like a, an incorrect characteriza- characterization of, of who I am. Yeah, but uh, yeah. 
I'm glad uh, I gave you a bit of a surprise. Yeah, our our friend Sam actually asked if we could ask you how you get your uh, your hair so healthy and long. Um, uh, just honestly, I get that question so much, and it's literally just shampoo and conditioner, and just uh, and just taking care of it. It's there was a uh, a long. I had dreadlocks at one point where I just did not brush it for years, and it was so fucked. And when I I was in New York actually, when I got asked, when I got kind of offered to to start like when i got the proposal to start modeling um and that's when i started taking care of it and it, i and for my hair particularly i have to kind of brush it every second day um and it's it's nothing crazy it's just shampoo and conditioner and just brushing it like people sometimes think it's like a whole process but it's nothing out of the ordinary because if, if i don't brush it for more than like two days it it, it knots up and it's all fucked but uh nothing could I can't. I can't go twelve hours without brushing my hair. Oh, okay, dude. The fucking the 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 mats the mats that start getting it just fucking it. You have to. I have to get it out. It yeah, you like, do you tie it up before you go to sleep. Distant hair too. Uh, I I mean I'm in a lot better shape in the morning if I tie it up before I go to sleep, but I usually yeah. don't. I usually yeah. don't. You know. Okay. I have. But I also to. yeah. I, I usually I also only like shampoo and condition probably like once every five days that's probably. well that's a healthy amount i mean you should yeah, that, that's what i think i used to I, I went years without using shampoo or conditioner and then eventually started using it again but it, like still it's just like i mean know, there's it, theories on both i think the healthy amount is like you know once or twice a week to do that yeah but there's yeah. theories on both i've seen people that have gone years without doing it and uh, once you go, it's like a uh, weaning off yeah, sugar or weaning off of yeah, anything. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like once you go like a bit, it's like it, your body's not creating as much like grease and stuff. So it's just like you don't even need to. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you have to commit to a while before it can probably start looking good uh, right. to do that. But uh, that's yeah. I I haven't I haven't gone down that road yet. I think I might have to because I, I I don't even know. Potentially the oils and shit in that stuff are bad for you. I don't even know. Yeah, but, but uh, I I mean, in terms of taking, I was care just of it, lazy, you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't go to exactly. ridiculous efforts. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a question I get asked a lot. You you ever fuck with a with a a, a boar's hair brush? You got one of those? Oh, dude, I've always wanted. Is that the one in um in Blades of Glory? Oh, I don't know if they have one in Blades of Glory. I don't think I've actually even seen that movie. I know what it is. Um, no, it's a good film. There's uh, one in Blades of Glory where where Will Ferrell is like, the, it, and it actually is a real brush where he's like, it's carved out of a whale bone. There's only oh, eleven God. made. It's like, it, and they're actually, I don't think it's the exact same brush, but there's a brush like that that's like extremely expensive and it's like very, you know, up there. Um, and I tried because in the same movie, he washes his hair with horse shampoo. Main, it's called Mane and Tail, and it actually yeah. is a real shampoo brand. Um, and I've I've used it just just because it was fucking funny, but uh, it, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Do you think Tom and me could be male models? Wait, Dude, I think the, uh, let's give him the blue steel real quick. Ready? Oh, okay. I think Bigzo's got you there, dude. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> well, let's try one more time. Okay. Yeah, Bigzo still wins. Dude, this is yeah. bullshit. Yes. 
yeah I, i'm it. sorry man it's uh yeah it, it's Bullshit. it's a no-brainer there um hit me up dude i can get you some contacts man let's do yeah. it yeah please do because uh you know mm-hmm. maybe they're looking for some plus size models out male maybe models you out can there. who knows you can keep fancy ladder float for you know extensively long longer than you would have thought yeah <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> um i know we're just doing this we're doing we're just making all these videos for charity at this point it doesn't feel like charity it fe- no it feels like charity what am i saying <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. well you know those are all the questions i had though i mean all the questions that jesse just asked us. yeah unless you want to ask him jesse about his name more <laughs> oh yeah how did you get to how'd you get the name jesse what what's your real name is it jesse it's justin jesse's justin oh okay because that makes that makes sense yeah i was I, wondering because uh, i know like i know like jez is short for jeremy so i was like is jez short for something yeah, no, I mean, I've had, I used to release video parts that were like under the name Justin Carter and people would be like, is this just his brother? I was like, well, fucking have a, have a clue, Jesus Christ. Um, but <laughs> um, no, like I, I, when I was about 12 years old entering high school, um, it was at the peak of Justin Bieber. Ugh, sorry, there's that Spanish beer. Oh, um, uh, it was the peak of Justin Bieber entering his entering his fame, and uh, I did not want to associate with that as it was coming in because I was just getting so much of it. And my uncle used to call me Juzzy, and I just started call. I gave myself the nickname. It was so super lame, but I. To, well, your uncle called you. Your uncle called you Juzzy, so it yeah, like, it sounds like your uncle gave it to you. Yeah, he, he did. Said, you know what? Let's go with this. Yeah, exactly. It it made sense. It's starting to feel weirder once I, you know, I'm like 25 now. I'm like, well, I be like when I'm 50, will I still be called Juzzy? Is that still appropriate? Does that not feel weird? I'm starting to think about that more. Like am I do I want to go back to the original or do yeah, I just stand, hang on for stands life? Stands out. Stands out. Keep it. It's like are you going to keep on to Bigzo? Is Bigzo on your passport? Uh not yet. it should be. But no, um it is on my uh, automated signature for my Gmail account. Oh, perfect! So, yeah, you've got. I, I would. I, I would say if as you get continue to get older, if you feel like you've matured out of the name Juzzy, the m- most mature thing people do with name changes is if there's a U in there, they just change it to an I. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then and then everyone will know you're a grown ass adult. Will be like, oh, Jizzy, this is obviously an an adult. Yeah. A full grown adult. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it'll happen when it happens, I'm sure. Uh <laughs> but it's gone to the point where it's like it might ruin me if I do change it at this point. I think I'm kind of stuck. Kind of like how Richie's stuck with his mustache. If he loses it, he's he's over essentially. You know? Yeah. Um that he 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 will cease to exist. As I will if I if I change it back to Justin. So. You know, it's like Tom with his mutton chops. It me is. with my white mullet, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, if you lose that, don't even think about getting a contact for me for modeling. It's over. Yeah, exactly. See, you've already dug your dug your own grave there. So yeah, yeah. And if you if your eyebrows start to show up more, Tom, what the fuck? Dude? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. now that you bring that up, on, yeah, and now that you brought that up, uh, you know, it's yeah, it, it, that that holds holds ground too. 
Okay, you know what? First of all, this is fucked because my brother's picked on me all of my <laughs> life for not having eyebrows. Tom knows that. He's bringing it up on air on the podcast. They're blonde. <laughs> but, you know, just to actually circle back on things, I want you to know that uh, Clown Shoes brand beer is not just an average beer. It's mm-hmm. one of the best beers ever made. Far above average. Exactly. Far far and away. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I can't wait. I have to come to, I have to, is it, is it exclusively in Boston? No, no, but it's probably only in the U.S. Yeah, it's probably only, I, I've, I haven't even. Although wondered. Callum Paul, fellow Australian. Yes. Did, did send me a photo of him drinking in a clown shoes beer. So maybe you need to take a pilgrimage home. Damn. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll find one down there. You know what? Callum and I live very close to each other. Never met the guy. Biggest fan of the dude. You should. He's a real sweet. He's a real sweetheart. Yeah, he's he's very cool. Yeah, he, but you'll I, have to you'll have to try to make it to Boston on June 9th, mm-hmm. which is the beer release event of the Fancy Lad Clown Shoes beer, mm-hmm. and then you can try one of those. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you get here on June 9th, you might just be able to get one of those sweet sweet Fancy Lad Clown Shoes beers. Do they have a good lager? See, they don't, and that's why we created the Session IPA to have a drinkable clown shoes because usually they do a lot of IPAs and double IPAs. That's mm-hmm. all they do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not all they do, but that's what they're best known for. So you made a more basic beer that everyone can kind of fuck with. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Something that's... You can, drink, you can drink a few of them on the Session and not feel intoxicated immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out clown shoes. I'm down. All right. Well, sounds good. Uh, Before we end this, I need to know, I need, like, if one thing is taken away from this, I need you to, like, uh, like harass the homie that makes the music to release it public or something, because I I need to have that. Well, like I said, like I said, technically it is public. It's just on his SoundCloud. Oh, I need that. Hard to find. We will send it to you. We will send it to you. And you hear that, Tony. Tony, if you're listening, you got it. let the people need to hear it. Yeah. And it's not just it. me. It's not just me. And I'm It's I'm, not just Jazzy. Me just saying that is is for me saying I've people around me have said the same thing. But I'm sure the listeners out there feel the same way, you know. It I'm needs gonna, to I'm be gonna, I'm going to talk to him. He's too talented not to, yeah. you know. Jazzy is merely a voice for the people. Yeah, I'm going to sit him down. Have a real stern talking to him. He's a talented man. Um and and we can't be deprived of his beauty. Yeah, exactly. So shout out Tony DeRosa if you're listening. Big Is shout. there anything you want to uh you know anyone you want to shout out or any uh thing you want to plug before call, you go? Call, call uh I wanna Oh yeah, yell exit. I wanna give a big shout out to Matt for being No no uh, no, no, no scratch no, no, that no, no, we no, only say out. yell exit, exit on yep, this, yep, yep. this podcast. A big yell exit to Matt. Go on. Uh huge huge exit to Matt uh huge shout out to Matt. Uh, to you guys, um, Richie for being a good, for getting me drunk tonight. Um, hell yeah. And, and just, uh, and to skateboarders in general over the past few years, becoming more open-minded and, uh, becoming more cool with, uh, with everything that's around them and not being as uh, not being closed-minded. That's my, that's my shout out. Here's to everyone being, uh, you know, the, the, 
cultural consciousness getting more uh you know open-minded and mature oh yeah bro- collective consciousness that's yeah. what i was trying to think broadening about. your horizons in the year 2022 mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. and Pe- beyond peace on earth it's coming mm-hmm. well it was a pleasure i can't wait to to see the new video it's coming out this summer yep by the end of the summer look for it uh around august 2022 i'll be on the lookout that's pretty soon oh well i'll be back in america in uh in 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 the summer too maybe maybe there's a premiere that i could that i could rock up to and you'll have to come earlier so you can film that guest trip oh expectations no i'm down sounds good beginning of your trip film the guest trick end of the trip premiere exactly I'm pissed that DIY doesn't exist anymore. I really wanted to have a go on that spinning volcano. I know. Oh, that the know. hydraulic one. Matters. Yeah. Matters was pissed too. Okay, it's going to be a tales all this time. Great minds get pissed off alike. Thanks again so much for being on the podcast, Justin. No, yeah, thank, thank you. you. It was an and absolute you know, pleasure. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You know. Oh, you too. All right. Well. Shout out, Clown Shoes. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, see you soon. All right. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Later, bud. Thanks, guys. Uh, Bye. Peace out. Oh, God. That was great. Oh, that was fantastic talking to Jazzy. Oh, my God. You know, Jazzy, mm-hmm. dude, Jazzy was Jazzy. Jazzy was he. Was a bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have said it better myself. No, I, I think you probably could. Give it a try. That was honestly, people may not know this. That was very good because if we played in reverse, yeah, we just Jazzy Wuzzy was a bear. Yeah, see, you said it perfectly. Oh my god, yeah, oh, that sounded great, sounded amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Not every day that we break the boundaries and crack, mm-hmm. break ground, you mm-hmm. know, talk to these figureheads and these different extreme sports other than skateboarding. Right. And other than Travis Pastrami. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, here on the Fancy Lad podcast. Obviously, we're all about hard hitting skate journalism. Right. And nothing else. Yeah. But we thought, why not broaden our horizon? Mm-hmm. You know, got all these, get all these taste buds on your tongue. Why not expose them to something else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Expand your mind, man, dude. Open that turd eye. The turd eye. Open that turd eye. Open <laughs> well, turd unless eye. I mean, if you're not on a toilet, actually, probably keep the turd eye closed. Yeah. But everyone else, open that third eye. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's get into hard-hitting Scooterman journalism. But it's like, what's more important to you? The third eye or the third leg? That's a good question. I mean, I poked myself in the third eye with my third leg the other night. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. You must be really fucking flexible. Well, when I had my, my balls uh, scanned, I had them removed. About seven ribs on each side. Oh, my God. Lucky. Oh, yeah. It's great. Look at look at this. Oh, shit. 
Dude, you just folded like a motherfucking envelope. Yeah, they call me Pretzelman. Dude. Still that's... can't still can't grab my board though. That's weird. It is very strange. It's weird because you literally just put your dick inside each one of your nostrils. But... Well, I mean, that's the problem. Is every time I pop and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna do an indie. It's yeah. not that difficult. Mm-hmm. And then I get down there, I'm like, well, my head's this close to my dick. <laughs> I may as well. And I end up just sucking my own dick. Right. And I fall over wherever I am, completely folded in half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I said you put it into your nostrils. I didn't say anything about sucking it. Well, I mean, you can you can suck air in with your nostrils. That's true. I didn't think about that. I typically use my mouth, though. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. But it's like the mouth almost seems like too big. Well, I mean, look at look at how small I can make it. Oh, my God. I just thought you were doing a Clancy impersonation. But, yeah, that is really fucking small. Well, it was years that, years of the Clancy impersonation. Yeah. Just exercised those muscles. You you give it a try. Oh, God damn, your mouth disappeared. <laughs> it's just like it looked like in a sci-fi film when the people just have solid flesh across their face. Yeah. Yeah. Like that Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Night of the Solid Flesh Face. Mm-hmm. God, that scared the shit out of me. That is a frightening one. Yeah. William Shutner's in that. Mm-hmm. You gotta love your Shutners. You gotta love your Juzzies. Gotta you love know? your Shutners. Gotta love your Boofmans. Gotta love your Juzzies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I just uh, want to say that... Uh, I'm just excited. You know, to have this groundbreaking um, episode for the podcast. You know, it almost mm-hmm. makes me think, what's next? What is next for the podcast? I mean, we have that live show. Yeah, that's going to be huge. That, have, that has a date, right? That's got a date. Mm-hmm. Should we have asked Jesse if he wanted to be a guest on that? Because we have really a guest lined up. Exactly. Well, we can still ask Jesse. There's still time. Yeah, start wrangling up the fan favorites now. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Boing, boing. Hello. Oh, who the hell? Oh is wait, that? shit! I didn't mean to call right now. No, no, I'm sorry. That was a butt dial. That's my bad. It sounded like you called the president of the United States. I mean, wanted to get start with the big guns, you know? Yeah. Gotta have the president on the pod, right? Or we could invite the president of skateboarding. That's true. Future president. We could. But you know what? Let's we'll figure out what's yeah. happening. Yeah, we that. don't you don't worry to, about it. As far as you guys know, it's a fully planned, well thought out live show. Right. At the Harpoon Brewery. Yeah, we don't have to hash out the details on air. Mm-mm, you know? Mm-mm, mm-mm. In fact, this is a, a well thought written bit that we're doing here, pretending that we don't have any details. Right. We have all the details. God, we're detailsmen. Oh, my God. De- deduct details over here. Yeah, we're going to be motherfucking swimming in gold and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's the one. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Most relatable duck. Well, you know, I know that our goal in life is to eventually be like Scrooge McDuck, but mm-hmm. uh, until then, I think we should just... Continue doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Continue making videos. So 
Juzzy could have something to watch to inspire his scooter tricks. Well, I think that's a pretty good idea. Honestly, if we're inspiring Juzzy, think of all the people he's inspiring. Yeah. It's all about making a difference in this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess then uh, I gotta say until next time. That's it? That's all you want to say? There's nothing else? Keep on rocking in the free world. Fucking knew it. Uh, yeah.